Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good day and welcome. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And for our Thursday night Bill Michaels Huddle, which is brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good, go to BudLight.com for all the details. Today is the day we uh, kind of, you know, shake off the uh, that uh, that wow factor as we watch the Green Bay Packers just get beat up yesterday by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then you kind of get back to uh to the drawing board as matt lafleur stated you heard his comments a little while ago and once you do that then you try to figure out what's next you know um what is next for the green bay packers obviously it's next up on the docket is a team in which they are struggling mightily and uh and that is the houston texans texans got beat by the uh tennessee titans 42 36 as yesterday the Titans were able to come back and win that ball game. Derrick Henry ran wild. The Texans and Deshaun Watson, they had opportunities, but defensively they just couldn't stop the run game as the run game became uh, extremely prolific uh, against that defense. I mean, Derrick Henry, 212 yards, as a matter of fact. 22 carries, 9.6 yards per carry, had a 94-yarder. Uh, for a touchdown, Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball pretty well. 122.4 quarterback rating yesterday. Had four touchdowns to one pick, 30 of 41, 364 yards. So the Tennessee Titans, pretty solid football team. In the meantime, Deshaun Watson, you know, he had that long touchdown pass uh, for uh, for 53 yards, and that went to a Fuller who ended up catching, uh, uh, what was it, six balls yesterday. But it was a target at 11 times, but they just – Deshaun Watson is the offense. He's the leading rusher. He's the passer. And, and the defense just right now, they're still – Romeo Crennel, look, Romeo Crennel had a chance to just kick the extra point, keep that game uh, within reach to where – but he went for it. He Right now his job is to just try to win games. He's not an interim coach for, you know, the job for next year. He's just a guy that's trying to get this team back on the winning track. So he went for it, and it didn't pay off. But I, I give him credit for what he did. In the meantime, the Texans fall to 1-5, and five, and they're still a team that's extremely hungry. They're going to be back at home, and the Packers are going to come into town and, and hopefully walk away with a win. But if the Packers get a win, how right will this team be? You know what I mean? How right will this team be? It, let's just say that, you know, they're, they're, they're not – let's say they do get a big win. 
but how good will it be against a team that is sitting at one and five and struggling, and you know their head coach has been fired and such? Uh, in the meantime, Aaron, this was interesting, and I want you to listen to this. This was after the game yesterday when Aaron Rodgers said he talked about wake up calls. Here it is. You don't ever want to lose like this. I feel like we needed a little bit of a wake up call at some point this season uh, because things have been so good. And there's been so much talk, maybe outside the building, about the ease which with with which we're you know moving the ball on offense and scoring. And you know, I think we need a kind of a kick in the ass a little bit as, as a little bit of a wake up to uh, you know stop feeling ourselves so much and get back to the things that got us to this position. And I think this would be, unfortunately, but fortunately, um, something we can really uh, really grow from. So he said, I thought we needed a wake-up call. So, uh, and I guess if I'm reading this correct, that he felt going into the bye week, coming out of those first four weeks of the season, when things were really clicking and they were receiving a lot of praise, that they needed a wake-up call. I, I, I guess as the leader, that might be the thing you want to preach. Maybe he was and guys weren't listening to it. But to say that I thought we needed this. Are you throwing yourself into the mix? Or as the leader of the team, you're saying, I thought my team needed this because they were starting to buy into the hype. I, I don't know. It, it when, when I heard that, I don't know why it didn't sit right with me, and I still can't figure out why. It just didn't. You know? He also talks about the interceptions and just say, look, uh, offensively, they never found a rhythm. I don't feel like we ever got into a rhythm, even the 10 points to start the game. Um, you know, we had off-schedule plays to kind of keep drives alive. So I just they they deserve credit. They got us out of our rhythm. They stopped the run early, and uh, you know, obviously I missed a few throws. I usually hit. Um, felt good about uh, both throws. Just you know, missed the one slightly inside the Tay, and the other one looked like it was just tight coverage. Um, so yeah, those are those are frustrating plays, especially up ten nothing there, uh, giving them uh, you know basically fourteen points. It obviously changed the momentum of the game. But I don't feel like we were being very efficient uh, before that. Obviously, we weren't very efficient after that. Now, also, and I want to expound upon this, okay? Did said we never found a rhythm, weren't very efficient, on and on. Then he says the week of practice, not good. We talk about uh, practice preparation equals game reality. That's something that Matt's talked about since the first day he got here. And I don't think our, uh, you know, our week of practice was that great. You know, offensively, I don't feel like we had a good rhythm you know we went outside it was windy it was colder and and uh you know i don't think we practiced our best this week and obviously didn't play our best uh tonight so the the and i i got some thoughts on this so i'm stacking them up just hang in there rogers then talked about how he described the offense before the interceptions i just don't think we weren't playing uh efficiently i don't think we're we didn't necessarily have a lot of on-time throws, you know, during those two drives. It wasn't like we were, you know, uh, really, really sharp uh, in the passing game or other than the one run, you know, in the run game. Um, I just felt like we were just a little lethargic, uh, just didn't quite have the juice. You know, we had some uh, crowd for the first time all year and, and just didn't quite, you know, do, do kind of the little things that, that really help, you know, especially from an energy standpoint. Uh, you know, the, the substitutions getting on the field and lining up in the right spot and getting out of the huddle quickly and being able to do things at the line of scrimmage that we always talk about. 
I just think we were just not quite moving uh, at our normal pace, and and that's why I didn't feel like even when it was ten nothing, didn't feel like we were really being efficient on offense. So he, they weren't efficient. It felt it was a little bit out of rhythm. And the one thing after it's all said and done, the question was, do you still feel good about where you're at? I mean, I feel good about the team, Bill. Um, might need to add an extra finger to the scotch, but uh, I do feel good about the team. You know, we've, I've played for so long. Um, you know, you're going to have a couple stinkers. I think about uh, the game at uh, New York um, many years ago where I had Jordy on a out and up kind of to start the game. Um and we lost 38-10, I believe. Um, that one the, the, tonight kind of felt like uh, that, unfortunately, where you kind of got off to a nice start and then just nothing. Um, so I feel really good about our squad. You know, we, we had four really, really good weeks, being efficient, uh, winning, you know, offensively, being very explosive, defensively coming up with timely stops. Um, this is, I believe, an anomaly, not uh, uh, the beginning of a trend. And we got a chance to prove me right next week. So there you go. So the things though he talked about, okay, I want to go back to this for just a second. Talked about it being a wake-up call. And I said this. I said, was it he that feels that they needed a wake-up call? Or because as a leader of the team, he's been telling guys or what? Okay. So then he goes and talks about the interceptions. He said, well, we never found a rhythm. Didn't get in out of the huddle. There was time and this and that. Then talks about the poor week of practice. I, as I listen to this, individually you understand where he's coming from, okay? And then I got an email here, uh, and this is from Derek who says, uh, Hey, Bill, listening to Aaron Rodgers talk about all the problems with the offense and the way it was being run, do you think he's taking a shot directly at Matt LaFleur for not allowing these guys or allowing these guys off the hook when it comes to poor practices and believing all the hype and not keeping this team focused? It sure sounds like it, like he is in some way, shape, or form blaming his head coach for not getting the plays in on time, not getting them into a rhythm, not calling the correct plays, not enforcing, not enforcing, what does he got? Not enforcing discipline at practice to make them practice better. These are all things that a head coach should do. If you look at it that way, you're right. If you don't and take it individually, just as comments, you're right. I don't know. I don't know what's going through Aaron Rodgers' head. I can take him by what he's stating. We all know he's a very calculated cat, right? But when you say it's a wake-up call, guys were believing in the 4-0 hype, talks about the interceptions because we didn't find a rhythm, didn't get plays in on time, didn't get out of the huddle on time, not a good week at practice. And he even talks about before the interceptions, I missed some throws. It seems like everything was out of sync offensively. I'm not even blaming the head coach. What I'm saying is, this is what I was saying going into this game. Remember, I had trepidation last week. We talked about it. We used the word trepidation time and again. I said something about this. This this offense was just flowing. And to shut it down and say it's a good time, you know, you're probably right when it comes to getting some of the guys back and, and getting healthy and, and and such from early on in the season. But my, my fear always is when you're working on rhythm, you don't have the best talent, but you're working on rhythm and play calling and and the flow of the game, and then all of a sudden you shut it all down. It is very difficult to turn around that next game and go, here we go. Snap, we're back on. It's hard. That was my fear. So whether or not you think he's blaming or not blaming the head coach or he's taking responsibility or not, 
everything he just said was everything we talked about on Thursday and Friday of last week. Think about that. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more. i got a lot more emails to get to. If you want to chime in, do it. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. We'd love to hear from you. Also, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to hear from the Buccaneers side of this contest. Hang in there. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin and beyond the borders. Low-T treatments for better mental clarity, better mood, better stamina, energy. Whatever it is you need, they have got it, and they can help you out, but you got to call 414-455-4451. I was sitting at 292 in January going into the quarantine, and when we got into the pandemic and the quarantine, I said, I am not going to come out of this larger, worse, whatever. I'm going to give them a call, jumpstart the all-in-one weight loss program, and it has worked. Sitting at 236.9 right now. So I'm dropping still. My goal is 230. But dropping still and feeling great, and it's it's all due in part to our friends over there at New Mail Medical. Call them, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Our friends at Epoxy Flooring done right, Sean and the gang. They bring you this segment of the Bill Michaels Show. We are uh, proud to say that they are looking for people. Good to know that uh, there are businesses that are hiring out there right now if you're looking for a job. Sean says, hey, people are doing all kinds of remodels, and uh, they could use some help. So if you're looking for a job, you are good to go. Just get a hold of them. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Get a hold of my buddy Sean. Or if you're looking for the floor for your home, for your business, for like a showroom or industrial, they can help you out there. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Taking your phone calls right now, 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. And getting your thoughts on this Packers loss yesterday, uh, give me your thoughts as to what – you feel now because the question is this is this a good team that had a bad game or is this a 4-0 team that is now 4-1 that has been exposed because I think those two are drastically different is this a good team that had a bad game or is this a team that was 4-0 and now 4-1 um, that has been exposed. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. A lot to get to. Again, 855-830-8648. Um, I got one here from Ben who says, uh, Packers first loss. COVID-19 is weirding out sports, and it finally got to the Packers. They could do nothing right. Even the first 10 points came on third and long situations. The drives were not consistent patterned like drives. Yes, the Packers would benefit from a first-round wide receiver in 2020, even the second in place of A.J. Uh, yes, they are 4-1, missing uh, 
uh, missing Swerve and Irvin reduced the Packers' ability to mix it up. It might have kept the D from being overly aggressive. The Packers' offense ended being very vanilla and paid the price. No one played well. I was too. I was also disappointed in Josh Jackson until it was brought to my attention how many second uh, TB had to throw, uh, or the first time I ever saw Jamal Williams miss a blitz pickup. Uh, the Packers were in the game until the garbage time started, and the stats were then padded. Uh, thanks, listener. 105.1 from Eau Claire. That's our buddy Jimmy. Jimmy the man. Um, the, the stats weren't padded a little bit, but you're right. Tom Brady had time to throw. He was not under siege most of the day. Uh, the soft lofts over to Gronk, there's not many people that are going to cover that, to be honest with you. So um, you got to figure something out there, but Gronk is a freak. We all know that. That's that's that goes without saying. So um, I guess uh, yes, I saw them miss blitz pickup. I also saw them miss stunts around the outside. And again, I go back to I think you're coming out of the huddle quick. Uh, you're rushed because the play clock is winding down. You're not using motion because the play clock is winding down. And therefore, you're still getting set. And you're still getting your bearings about you when the play is snapped. And all of a sudden, you're a half step behind and you get beat to the point of attack. And that's part of the reason that there was collapses in certain areas of this ball game. Now, it's not everyone, okay? Uh, it may not even be a majority, but we saw it happen quite a few times. And Aaron Rodgers was under siege pretty much all day yesterday. Um. This is from Nathan, listening to us in Virginia. Always great to hear from him. He said, I'm sick and tired of Packers fans complaining about the coaches who needs to be fired after yesterday's game or the scheme is just bad. The game, the game came down to beef and physicality or lack thereof. To all fans crying and complaining about how we need another wide receiver help for Rodgers, please just stop. Uh, that's not the most important thing we need right now. Did Rodgers play bad? Yes. Did he hold on to the ball too long again? Yes. Fans need to do the eye test again and watch the line play on both sides of the ball. The offensive and defensive lines got their asses kicked at hand and handed to them. Having another wide receiver or drafted rookie wide receiver on this roster would have made no difference yesterday. I, that I disagree with. Uh, and, and I'll expound upon. To all fans clamoring that it would have made a difference yesterday, that's a cop-out answer. In this league or any other league, uh, to beat physical teams, you've got to match their other teams' physicality. That I completely agree with as well. It's only one loss. They're going to learn from it, or they should. The good thing is it's not a divisional loss, and Tampa Bay is still behind you in the standings. This next draft and free agency period should be used to beef up, beef up the offensive and defensive lines. and linebacker position, Green Bay needs to bring up the physicality against the top-tier teams. Uh, and not get beat down for things until it truly changes. Nathan in Virginia. Nathan, you're the man. Um, 855-830-8648. If you want to chime in, do it. Uh, Brad in Sturgeon Bay says, when I see defenses like the Bucks or the 49ers last year, I see what the Packers' defense could have been if Ted Thompson didn't miss on so many first and second round draft choices. Uh, on the defensive side, we are still seeing the results of his bad decisions, frustrating, and Goody hasn't done much to reverse that trend. That is from Brad, listening to us in Surgeon Bay. Uh, Jim in Oshkosh says uh, in the Wendy's email inbox, I see other teams bringing in seasoned veterans and wondering why uh, they fit them in under the salary cap. Are the Packers just flat out too conservative with their own money to get any place near the salary cap and bring in a needed veteran? Uh, that's Jim in Oshkosh. Well, um, 
you know, let me get back to that. I, I, I think the Packers are conservative, yes. And they like to keep, you know, a certain amount of money under the cap open, yes. But, uh, you know, there's there's no problem sometimes in just taking a chance. Um, now, they did that in the offseason with the Smith brothers, absolutely, and bringing in Adrian Amos and such, and they brought in Christian Kirksey, and they brought in Devin Funches. You can't say they haven't done anything. Uh, but I think what we're all looking at are names. And to me, I go back and say a wide receiver or two in Patrick Queen would certainly have changed the look of this roster a little bit more than it is right now had they gone out and done that in the draft. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Let's go to Josh listening to us in Madison. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? What's up? Good. Thanks, Phil. Uh, you bet. I was thinking about uh, Aaron's comment where he said it was the first time that he had played in front of a crowd or they had played in front of a crowd this year. And I don't know if anybody else had noticed it, but on a few of the play calls, you could actually hear the PA announcer announcing while he was getting calls in and I think maybe that disrupted the game because they weren't getting the he wasn't getting the the call in so then they were rushed from there and maybe at the beginning of the game though you know the first 15 plays or whatever are scripted so once those 15 plays were up they were kind of uh, having communication issues no, I, I don't think that – this is normal. I mean, they've all played in front of crowds before, and, and 15,000 people or 20,000 people I don't think is going to hinder you. He did mention – appreciate the phone call. You are right. He did mention it, and I did catch it. And I kind of dismissed it. It was maybe a different energy. Maybe he's alluding to the fact that the defense got some additional energy off of, um, off of the crowd. Um, maybe, you know. I, I mean, I don't know, but I – I can't imagine 15,000, 20,000 people um, were that big of a deterrent from the ability for this team to win. You know what I mean? If uh, I guess it, I'm not putting too much stock in. I think he just it, I think it was a mention. I don't want to I don't want to overanalyze the things that Aaron Rodgers says. Because if you look at that and say, oh, my, well, he's blaming the crap people in the stands on the loss. No, I think he said everything. I said it was just, it was just a combination of things that, that snowballed in a bad direction, and this team ended up losing a game. 855-830-8648. You still want to chime in? Go ahead and do it. I'd love to hear from you. Again, 855-830-8648. When we come back, also, I want you to take a listen to what some uh, some comments were after the game from the, Buff, or from the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers side of things okay what they have to say and there's one statistic that i find it's a little bit head scratching a little bit head scratching and this this is yeah it's not good and usually things are much much better Uh, and i'll tell you what it is i'm talking about when we come back hang in there more of the bill michael show is next wisconsin wide the bill michaels sports talk network Hey, our friends at Schulze Family Farms Beef. They want to give you a chance to win an awesome grilling package. You're going to be giving away a Traeger Bronson 20 Grill. I did not do the video yesterday. I apologize. 
did some stuff on. I told you I was going to, and I didn't. I was going to do some stuff on the Traeger yesterday, and I did. Uh, I just didn't didn't film it. I, I I got I just slept in a little bit. It was I got up and went and worked out, and I went back and just kind of crashed on the couch and and uh, and then got up uh, just before game time, and you know I still did some stuff on the Traeger. I just didn't didn't do what I was going to do, and, and that's my fault. I apologize. Because I said I was going to for some of you who follow me regarding the Traeger grills. Anyway, long story short, they're giving away a grilling package, a grilling package uh, from their uh, friends over there at the Schulze Ace Home Center in Black River Falls. Now they're giving you a bag of pellets, a case of the Fox Smokehouse barbecue sauce, three pack of seasoning from Salty Provisions. The contest open to those that are going there and checking out a six month or a twelve month, a twelve month uh, subscription. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. And when you click on the Start Shopping link, that's how you're going to find all the rules and regulations and details. But don't forget, they got, they've got some high-quality beef, chops, steaks, whatever it happens to be. All kinds of good beef, including some of their jerky, from Schulze Family Farms Beef right here in our own backyard in Humbird, Wisconsin. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com and you can place your order. They'll pack it in dry ice, send it to your house, be there just a couple of days, ready to go for the weekend. If you're going to do some tailgating or going to be uh, doing some tailgating throughout the World Series, whatever it happens to be, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That is SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. So the, uh, the, the, the opponent yesterday, if you will, of the uh, Green Bay Packers, the Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians, he talked about the game plan against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I thought Todd mixed it up uh, really, really good with his fronts, blitzes, coverages, and uh, you don't usually get Aaron confused. And uh, that's one thing I don't think I've ever seen him confused. But when you start running him down and chasing him out of there, early in the game he chased out and he made a lot of plays. We just kept chasing him and hemmed him up a little bit and, uh, and got some hits on him. Um, but defensive line, linebackers played and a secondary. It was a great defensive performance. Now, safety Jamel Deal talked about what he saw when he uh, picked off Aaron Rodgers for the pick six. I was really – when I saw the formation, then I seen how, like, everything started to develop. I'm like, I have to make this play because I know what's coming. And then once he th- once I saw him throw it, I was like, yeah, it's mine. There you go. He knew what was coming, and once he saw him through it, he said he just needed to make the play. Uh, Tom Brady on Aaron Rodgers throwing the pick six. Yeah, Jamel made a hell of a play. He did that to us in training camp a few times. So uh, that was a huge play, sparked us. Then uh, we got another turnover, got the ball in, had a decent drive, got the ball in. So it was good. You know, I think not turning the ball over helped a lot. Uh, not being behind on down distance helped a lot. Um, but certainly better things that we can do, things better than what we did today. And we're going to keep working at it. Now, Bruce Arians, back to him, he uh, was asked how he thought his inside linebackers played and what they did to really stymie the Packers' offense and shut down Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, their speed shows up, I mean, uh, over and over, just sideline to sideline, but they're excellent blitzers, you know. And uh, so when you have Shaq and JPP out there, it's hard to send them all the time, but that's four really good blitzers. The Bucks inside linebacker Devin White had one heck of a game and uh, he actually went to the coordinator and said can you just do me a favor and unleash me uh i said that to todd bowles and bowles said okay put your money where your mouth is and devin white ended up with 10 tackles yesterday and he was a one-man wrecking crew for a good portion of a couple of series and here's what he had to say well we really started fast but you know they kind of gave us something that we haven't seen and you know we got beat and they had a long drive on us but i say dean pick 
Dean picks at the tempo for the rest of the game because we knew, like, you know, them guys didn't deserve to be on the field with us because we got too much talent. We fly around to the ball. And the main thing, we always have fun. But, yeah, you're right. I told Todd to uh, unleash me, you know, let me get out to the quarterback. I had uh, a couple quarterback hurries, some hits, and I was doing a great job, you know, feeding off the defensive line and the outside linebackers because they was doing a good job. And the back end, they was doing a good job at disguising. So their offensive line couldn't pick up really none of our stunts. So, I mean, everything starts with Ty Balls. You know, he, he, he set us up for success. And the only thing we got to do is just communicate. That's always been our biggest problem. And when we communicate, we can play a good game. And we played for four quarters today. So that was the main thing. There you go. That was the main thing. They played with four quarters. And uh, they got after the Green Bay Packers. And they wanted to confuse Aaron Rodgers. And they wanted to beat him up and blitz him. So, in other words, get after him as best you can, and you'll cause him to make a couple of mistakes. This is exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Let's do this. Uh, We're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers uh, a little bit later on. Or, no, excuse me. We heard from Aaron Rodgers a little bit earlier today in the program. And one of the things that I wanted to go back to was something that was stated. And, And this is from Mark. And Mark says, look, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a lot of blame to go around. Why didn't he take blame for himself? He did. He said, I made some bad throws. I think what people want to see out of Aaron Rodgers, because he is the lightning rod, okay? He gets all the praise, and rightfully so. And he'll take a lot of criticism. But I think when when you look at Aaron Rodgers, you're, you're wanting, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you want more humbleness. I don't know if... Uh, you know, because when he says it's going to be an extra finger of scotch, um, you know, it's like Evan writes in the Wendy's email inbox. He just always talks down to us like he's just better than us. And so he drinks scotch when the rest of us drink beer. You know, if that's the way you want to take it, that's fine. It's just his preference. I really don't care. I don't think it affects his play on the field. You know, now you want to do whatever you can to endear yourself the best to, to fans. I get that. But to me, it's all about winning. It's not about whether or not he drinks an extra finger of scotch. Who cares? You know? Now, if he came out and said something to the effect of, you know, well, I'm just not a beer guy and those who drink beer are beneath me or they're, they're not as educated or something, well, that's one thing. And then, yeah, take offense to it. But other than that, who cares? If he drinks scotch, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care if he, if he drinks, you know, water out of his backyard that he digs up himself. It, it, it doesn't matter. But this is what Aaron Rodgers had to say yesterday after the game. I mean, I feel good about the team, Bill. Um, might need to add an extra finger to the scotch, but uh, I do feel good about the team. You know, we've, I've played for so long. Um, you know, you're going to have a couple stinkers. I think about uh, the game at uh, New York um, many years ago where I had Jordy on a out-and-up kind of to start the game, um, and we lost 38-10, I believe. Um that one that tonight kind of felt like uh, that, unfortunately, where you kind of got off to a nice start and then just nothing. Um, so I feel really good about our squad. You know, we, we had four really, really good weeks being efficient, uh, winning, you know, offensively being very explosive, defensively coming up with timely stops. Um, this is, I believe, an anomaly, not uh, uh, the beginning of a trend. And we got a chance to prove me right next week. So do you believe it's an anomaly or the beginning of a trend? I go back to that question. And by the way, if all you heard was the scotch, you didn't listen to what the rest of the statement was. And he feels good about the team. There was a, there was a correlation there where he said, look, it was just one of those stinkers. So, again, I go back to is this a good team 
who had a stinker? Or is this a 4-0 or 4-0 team coming into this game that was overrated and that got the, the, the hell beat out of them and just got punched, and now they've been exposed? It depends on what you believe. Now, weeks will tell, but we, you know we thought, well, if they win in New Orleans, that's a good win, and they won, and then people made excuses. Well, but they won against Minnesota to start the season, but there was excuses there. And now Minnesota, with one win under their belt, and uh, Kirk Cousins, who looks terrible, you know, it just, okay, so that's a bad team. Well, this was going to be a good win, but coming off of the the game that uh, Tom Brady had against the Chicago Bears and getting beat by the Bears, most of you said this would not even be a good win. So this is more of a bad loss than it is a good win if they won that game. So what's the next win that could possibly give them a, a feel-good feeling? Would it be against the Bears? The Bears are 5-1, and one, and they're getting it done with defense. So is it against the Bears? Or do you got to wait until the Tennessee Titans come to town? And even then, are you saying, well, since it was a home game and not on the road, is that a good win? You know, I, which is a legitimate question, but I just think you take it a game at a time, and, and I think, in my opinion, going back to last season, looking at physical teams against the Green Bay Packers, they are going to struggle. But don't all teams struggle against physical teams? It's not condoning anything. And it's not making an excuse. It's just merely saying that if the Packers are going to win, I don't think they're going to win 35-10. I think if the Packers are going to play a physical team and get a win, it's going to be more like 27-24, you know, 35-31, you know, something like that, 28-27. I think they're going to be much, much closer games, and you're going to really rely upon your defense a little bit more. But more so, your best defense is your offense in keeping your defense off the field. I hate to say that, but that's the truth. This is not a smash-mouth defense. This is a finesse, scheme-oriented you know, type of defense. And they're a little bit nicked up. Uh, you had some guys that didn't make plays yesterday. But for the most part, when they needed to get off the field yesterday, they couldn't. And, and that, more so than anything, probably should worry you. So is there enough defense on this Packers team to sustain if this offense has a bad game? I think the last three big-time games the Packers have played, San Francisco twice. No, they flat-out don't have enough. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at Quick Trip. Mom, a bunch of moms are making up those meals back there. They've got some take-and-bakes, and, bakes, and uh, they are really, really good. They're just like homemade meals. And if you haven't had one or tried it lately, what's for dinner tonight? I'll ask you that question. you got two football games coming up tonight. What's for dinner? Stop off at Quick Trip. T- take them home. Pop them in, heat them, eat them. They're so good. That's from our friends at Quick Trip. And don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card. We're going to come back, wrap it up next to the Bill Michaels Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. Here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Buccaneers 38-10. Green Bay jumped out to an early lead and dominated the first quarter. Then in the second quarter, on a third and 10 from their own 22, Aaron Rodgers tried to hit Devontae Adams in the flat. Instead, it was picked off by the Bucs' Jamel Dean, who returned at 32 yards for a touchdown. 
down. Tampa Bay went on to score 38 unanswered points and held the Packers offense to no points on the next 10 consecutive drives. Aaron Rodgers. Look, you don't ever want to lose like this. I feel like we needed a little bit of a wake-up call at some point this season. You know, I think we need to kick in the ass a little bit. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur said his team lacked energy. Our practice this past week was not up to our standard. You practice like crap, and then you go out and play like crap. Bucks defensive coordinator Todd Bowles kept the pressure on Aaron Rodgers throughout the day. Bucks head coach Bruce Arians. Yeah, I thought Todd mixed it up uh, really, really good with his fronts, blitzes, coverages. You don't usually get Aaron confused. That's Bruce Arians from Tampa Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Our friends at Van Horn Automotive, they want to buy your car. They want to buy your car. So if you're looking to sell and doing it without posting it on Marketplace or in some of the personal ads and stuff like that for vehicles and having people come over and kick the tires and try to beat you up on price and everything, uh, and and not to mention all the paperwork, take it out to Van Horn. Any one of their dealerships in Wisconsin or over in Iowa, and they're looking to make some deals, you know? Um, they're trying to you know, trying to get some things done, and they're trying to buy some vehicles, and you know, obviously bolster their inventory and such. But uh, they're just good people. Give them a shot. I've done it now on four different occasions. I love, love, love my Chevy Silverado, and almost can't wait to. I, I'm, you know me, man. I'm all about summer, but if the snow gets here, I got the truck that I can get around in. I'm feeling good about it. I am, and I've done it not once, twice, three times, but four different times. Uh, I got the Silverado in my garage right now, and I have the uh, the Hyundai Genesis, uh, the G90 in the garage, and I just love both of them, just love them both. And they're two drastically different vehicles, but I got them both at Van Horn and had two great experiences, four great experiences overall now. So all you got to do is check them out. Go to VanHornAuto.com. And just tell them I sent you. They have the truck center up in Plymouth. They've got dealerships all over the state of Wisconsin. They continue to get bigger. They continue to have better buying power. Again, go to VanHornAuto.com. That is VanHornAuto.com. So coming up tomorrow on the program, we're going to continue to discuss this. But the question brought up by many of you today is simply, you know, is, is this a good team? That needs to get better via free agency or through the draft. And a lot of the frustration seems to be that maybe the maybe they just don't believe in going out and spending a little bit extra money and getting the guys that they need. Or maybe they just, they're just always for the future and not for the now. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about, uh, you know, trying to get the most out of your homegrown talent. Because it seems to be treated like a negative. And I'll never do that. Because it's it, that's what you need to su- survive. That's what you need to sustain your uh, your franchise. However, you do need to be able to go out and fortify it at times with other talent that can help you in the here and the now, especially if you fall deficient in an area in the draft. Because otherwise you're you're married to a guy for four years, and if he's your weakest link, then your team's only as good as your weakest link. We've heard that expression for a long, long time, and it's true. In football, it's true. They'll find that weakest link. So you need to be better. The Green Bay Press Gazette is going to be here. Our Radio.com NFL insider, Brian Baldinger, good to get him back on the program. Going to talk with him uh, as well. 
uh, about uh, uh, about you know this Packers team because a lot of people thought that this Packers team would be uh, drastically how do I put it that they would just kind of run roughshod over the rest of the the league that they were going to be the best team coming out of the NFC and now they get punched in the mouth physically so we'll get into that discussion tomorrow as well eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight if you want to chime in. Go ahead and do so, 855-830-8648. So this one's from Jack. Jack writes in the Wendy's email inbox, uh, hey, guys, uh, I really enjoy the program. I enjoy the breakdown of the Green Bay Packers. I think you hit a lot of things on the head. Do you think that the announcement Aaron Rodgers has a new girlfriend had anything to do with it? Okay. I'm gonna. The only reason I read this to give it any credence is I want to stop it. Um, I saw the meme over the weekend. Uh, I, You know what? I did hear that there is somebody new on the scene. I, I don't know if that's true or not. And I really, honestly, I, when it comes to the personal lives, unless Aaron wants to talk about it, I don't care. If he's going through a traumatic breakup, if he's going through an issue, if he's going through problems, if he's going through things that are affecting him and affecting play in the field, if he's ecstatically happy and really doesn't want to be at the field anymore and he wants to stay home and hang out with a new girlfriend, whatever, then it affects the play on the field. Otherwise, I don't care. I know it's easy to say and easy to blame, absolutely, but I don't care. You know, I mean, come on. I will say this: Look, if your if your life is good, everything is good, right? How many times have you gone to work after having a great day, maybe a great morning, a great night with the kids, the family, the wife, the significant other, whatever? It works, right? It works. Things are good. And when things are bad, you know, man, it weighs on you. You can take it to take it to the office. But this is just different. I don't think he's thinking about all that stuff or preparation or such when he's on the practice field. Uh, Karen writes, we need to stick to the game plan that we had against Atlanta. The offense needs to be flexible and work with the different defenses that we encountered. The defense needs some dynamite lit under them. Overall, the Packers shouldn't be focusing on a few, quote, star players, but work together as a team. That's what I see. What do you see? Karen, we'll talk about it coming up tonight, 7 o'clock. Go to Facebook and follow us on the Facebook fan page. 7 o'clock tonight, Facebook Live. I'll answer some more of these emails and these questions because I think they're all fair, and we just didn't have enough time to get to every one of them today. So we're going to take it over tonight. I don't know if it's going to be 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, two hours. Who knows? But tonight, going to be uh, appearing live at the Wagon Wheel. And uh, we'll have a beverage, maybe a good gar. I'll be by myself, so I don't have to worry about masks. And we'll hang out with you. So uh, go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. I'll check you out on Facebook Live coming up tonight. Time for us to go. Have a go. Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.